Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 6. We got another edition of CyberTalk headlines from our friends at CyberTalk.org. Enjoy. How to prevent sneaky zero-day attacks on fleets of smartphones. Smartphones make us stronger, faster, smarter, and better at nearly everything. They give us extraordinary capabilities and clear advantages, many of which make us feel like the Earth's mightiest heroes. Smartphones render us capable of contending with such a range of circumstantial emergencies, at work or at home, that we can't venture beyond a few paces without our smart sidekick. On the surface, at least to some, smartphones almost seem to break the laws of nature. They allow for multi-person video meetings with colleagues who are separated by three oceans and in five time zones. Commercial transactions can occur in 150 35 different currencies in under three seconds across hundreds of different apps, helping businesses master new verticals at a breathtaking rate. Smartphones arguably allow us to make almost anything happen from anywhere in the world in real time. Yet, despite the exhilaratingly powerful, indispensable, and seemingly endless possibilities afforded by phones, their invincibility and constant availability, and ours by extension, is something of an illusion. Like any well-developed superhero sidekick, mobile devices are vastly more complicated than they appear on the surface, and vastly more vulnerable. In the last year, reports have documented a whopping 466% increase in zero-day attacks on mobile devices. If you're wondering what this means, a quick translation is that your business's dynamic, fast-paced growth journey could end abruptly, twisting your reality by cutting off opportunities at a moment's notice. Last month, Apple urged its user base to immediately install certain patches pertaining to zero-day threats that could hypothetically disrupt phones' functionalities and the lives of their owners. The vulnerabilities could have provided hackers with full control over devices, including access to properties and platforms with the potential to jeopardize people or organizations. Given their potential to engender serious sabotage, zero-day attacks on mobile devices are under-discussed. Zero-day attacks on mobile devices can result in unexpected network traffic, cyber espionage, intellectual property theft, extortion, and other cyber perils. The adverse impact of a zero-day attack or attacks can crush a business like an asteroid smashing into a spacecraft. As businesses race to become more digital and more mobile first, zero-day attacks are liable to grow in number. Nearly 60% of cybersecurity professionals are concerned about zero-day threats on mobile devices. Here's what else you should know. And while it's not possible to mitigate 100% of zero-day threats, it's possible to take the right precautions, which can limit vulnerabilities across the entirety of your business threat landscape and ecosystem. Protecting mobile devices from zero-day attacks is critical in order for your employees to maintain continuous connectivity and for your business to continually remain productive and profitable. We have an ebook that covers this topic in much more detail. There'll be a link in the show notes. Hackers could crash power grids, but what they're mostly after is, well, well, you know, the energy sector has a target on its back. Data reveals that 77% of assets within the energy sector retain porous information technology, IT, or operational technology, OT, boundaries, making them uniquely vulnerable to cyber threats. Amidst rising geopolitical tensions, cyber attacks against critical infrastructure groups are liable to increase. The recent discovery of the new cyber espionage campaign targeting American, Canadian, and Japanese energy companies brings this into sharp relief. Here's what happened recently. Evidence indicates that the North Korean state-sponsored hacking group known as Lazarus targeted unnamed energy providers between February and July of 2022. 
Lazarus leveraged a Log4j vulnerability, Log4Shell, to compromise certain types of servers. Hackers then weaponized this vulnerability to establish presence on victims' networks, to deploy malware, and to gain continuous network access. In most instances, the attackers instrumented the reverse shell to create their own user accounts on the endpoints they had initial access to, wrote cybersecurity researchers. The Lazarus Group is known for its use of wide-ranging tactics, techniques, and procedures. The group appears to maintain subgroups, which are allegedly responsible for recent attacks like Holy Ghost. In addition, Lazarus is also believed to be responsible for the infamous 2017 WannaCry attack, which encrypted over 200,000 devices and caused roughly $4 billion in global damages. Many of Lazarus' intrusions target critical infrastructure with the intention of establishing long-term access to networks. This enables the hackers to exfiltrate data, harvest credentials, explore intellectual property, and otherwise pursue nefarious activities. In June, a blockchain analytics company suggested that Lazarus may be responsible for a $100 million theft from the cryptocurrency firm known as Harmony. No relation to Checkpoint Harmony, of course. Since then, analysts have connected the group to Axie Infinity's $600 million hack. As made clear through the cryptocurrency company hacks, Lazarus is financially motivated. However, the group is also driven by efforts to support North Korean state-backed objectives, including military R&D and invasion of international sanctions. In the past, stolen cryptocurrency and the theft of intellectual property has been used to support the country's nuclear weapons program. To compromise targets, Lazarus leveraged two known strains of malware. These are vSingle and Yamabot. Attackers also deployed a previously unknown remote access trojan that is now known as MagicRat. Nations around the world are investing in infrastructure development and security in order to increase resilience, provide appropriate levels of mitigation, and to respond proactively and efficiently in the face of cyber threats. Last month, the U.S. Department of Energy allocated an additional $45 million to protect the grid from cyber attacks. In the U.K., the National Security and Investment Act recently emerged to provide new legislative powers that allow for stronger scrutiny of foreign investments, ensuring stronger national critical infrastructure security. Recent attacks on energy sector entities reinforce the need for hypervigilance and expanded security investment along government and critical infrastructure groups. Energy sector organizations can take a variety of steps to protect networks. For simple and straightforward starting points, look no further than the following. Implement multi-factor authentication for remote access to systems within the OT network. Scan for use of open source tools that have been used to target industrial entities such as SSH.net, MassScan, and Impacket. Review architecture to assess routing protocols between OT and external networks. Leverage a crown jewel analysis model to identify risks. Ensure that threat intelligence information is available to information security teams. Checking off these initial starting point steps from a list of security activities can help provide everyone with greater confidence in an energy network's strategy and action plan. 10 mind-boggling cybersecurity statistics. And they might scare you. In the distributed cybersecurity ecosystem, are leaders losing control over cyber threats? Nearly 50% of all corporate executives state that they are making additional investments in cybersecurity. Broadly speaking, senior executives and board members have become far more cognizant of the financial, regulatory, and legal consequences associated with cyber attacks than ever before. Organizations have devoted extensive time and attention to cyber threats, but the vast majority of organizations are still underwater. Does it feel like your organization keeps talking about cybersecurity and agreeing on ideas, but that real progress has proven minimal? Are there overlooked keys to greater cybersecurity success? Let me read to you these 10 cybersecurity statistics. 
Perhaps they can help you discover insights that can change leaders' perspectives, restart conversations, help teams recognize security weaknesses, and assist in repositioning existing resources to better address the complex realities surrounding cybersecurity threats. So here are the statistics. An estimated 300 billion passwords are used by humans and machines worldwide. The average time to identify a breach is approximately 212. It then requires 75 days for containment, culminating in a 287-day breach life cycle. 68% of business leaders feel that their cybersecurity risks are increasing. Whether intentional or unintentional, 43% of all breaches are insider threats. In 2021, approximately 70% of breaches were financially motivated. Fewer than 5% were motivated by espionage. More than 50% of IT decision makers state that phishing attacks represent a top security concern. Since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, a quarter of all employees have reported an increase in fraudulent emails, spam, and phishing attempts in corporate inboxes. Nearly half of all organizations have had at least one employee who has accidentally downloaded a malicious app. Advertisement fraud is expected to result in losses of $100 billion by 2024. To improve trust with customers, 64% of investors believe that businesses should prioritize cybersecurity investments. In the last statistic, 30% of businesses fail to apply adequate security controls. Proper security protects environments against attacks, limiting business losses and liabilities. This last statistic is worth digging into. That means that 30% of businesses fail to apply adequate security controls. Why is that? Research analysts have discovered that organizations often fail to implement strong cybersecurity for three very specific reasons. Number one, the inability to prioritize cybersecurity risk across the entire enterprise. The number of different attack vectors, priorities, and other moving parts within the equation make this unsurprising. Number two, lack of management alignment around priorities. For management, it can be difficult to focus on a topic that does not seem to directly contribute to revenue. Number three, lack of adequate funding. The C-suite may deride cybersecurity as a bottomless money pit and commonly fail to see its necessity as a self-preservation mechanism. Do these reasons resonate within your organizational environment? To help your organization move beyond them, read more about the seven actionable CISO strategies for effective executive-level communication. There'll be a link in the show notes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Leave us a rating and review and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.